All right, welcome back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond. Today, we do our college football and NFL recap show. Not much college football to talk about, so we recap all of the NFL playoff games, and then we preview all of the divisional round NFL playoff games. It's a great time. We go through, we talk about the lines and the spreads of each game, what we think is going to happen. We touch on college football at the very end, and it's just Grant night today, so I hope you enjoy the show. But before we get into our NFL and college football recap show, we are brought to you by Pod Talk. Pod Talk is the best way to listen to podcasts. It has the best interface compared to every other podcast listening app out there. I use Pod Talk myself. Go download it in the App Store right now. Go join group discussions on your favorite podcast like this one. Download Pod Talk in the App Store today. Now, our college football and NFL recap show. All right, we're back with our NFL. I guess there's no college football anymore, so it's just an NFL recap show. It's just great night today. Uh, playoffs were pretty chalked this week, honestly. They were. Not too many upsets. Kind of just the, you know, pretty consistent with what everyone thought. The only thing is basically the Niners game, I think, went a little different than what some people thought. Some people, including. Including myself, yes. <laughs> Uh, let's just, my hot pick already out of the already that, out was, of the that was the big game of the weekend. Let's talk about that. Niners Cowboys. We're recording this on Tuesday around 3 30 Eastern time. I mean, I don't I didn't come away impressed with the Niners. I didn't, and I came away thinking what I always thought Mike McCarthy will never win another Super Bowl. Yeah, it, it's interesting because like at the end of the day, coaching favored. San Fran massively, right? And then just their whole game plan seemed to make more sense. It always seems like Mike McCarthy just, like, has trouble with clock management, play management. Like, it's almost like he's, like, thinks he's too smart for everybody else. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this will for sure work. Like, their play, for like, the best example I have is when they went for it on the fourth down punt, right, and they threw the ball, and they tried to, like, keep that formation out there so, like, they couldn't sub. And then they ended up actually taking a penalty because, like, they were just – it was, like, weird communicate. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It was, like, what a great play, and then you literally just somehow ruined that great play. Yeah, it was – because, like, the, in the night when the Niners went up, what was it, 23-7 to seven was the biggest lead? Yeah. Like, you didn't feel comfortable at the Niners because you knew that it was inevitable Jimmy G was going to throw a big pick in the game. There was no way <laughs> – he wasn't going to overthrow and throw a bad, 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 bad interception. And it happened, and they still won. He looked great until, like, the end of the game. and He kind of reverted back to some of his old overthrowing, right, missing. Because mm-hmm. that one route on the, the far left-hand side where you just had him wide open, like, that's the one that I'm like, that's old to Jimmy Ayuk, G. right? Yep. That's the old Jimmy G, bro, just completely <laughs> overthrowing receivers. Like, that was the frustrating part. It's like, he, that started to creep back, right? So – and mm-hmm. everyone that's like tripping out about the last like second management course, that was awful. Like doing QB sneak when you have no timeouts, like that's just kind of like on you. But everything they did before that was the reason why they lost that game. It had nothing to do with that last, like, you know what I'm saying? Like everyone's like, oh, the rep, like, dude, they played a terrible game for three quarters and they expected to win. Like, you're not going to win those games in the playoffs. Exactly. And Dak, I mean, Dak played what average, a little below yeah. average. And another thing I saw today, the one drive they they actually used Tony Pollard, Dallas scored a touchdown. Tony yeah. Pollard's better than Zeke. I think it's been that way for a while now. Yeah, and I think they know that. 
it's just obviously there's things they know that we don't know. But again, Mike McCarthy, greatest coach of all time, apparently, because he's make at the end of the day, it falls on him, these coaching decisions, right? Yeah, it's like a coach that has like the senior basketball player that like he's not as good as he he's just not like there. He does everything right. He doesn't, but he doesn't take you to that next level. But then there's this freshman that comes in that's just wows you, but you're still loyal to him to a fall. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't really make it doesn't really make too much sense, but you're right. Like they do look different. They look a little bit more explosive with with Pollard, right? Like it's just it is what it is. And that's kind of been the case the whole year. Like yeah. it's it is pretty been it's been evident pretty much the whole year. So um yeah, just interesting that that was the one game, right? The you know, my my team that I picked, you know, my hot team. But <laughs> of course, bro, they flounder whenever they play someone that's like pretty pretty solid. So that's pretty unfortunate. Yeah, and yeah, I like shout out Brian. He, the 49ers deserve that game. 49ers to the Super Bowl is still on technically. The reports are coming out today about a little earlier that Jimmy G has a shoulder sprain, something wrong with his finger as well. Fred Warner, I don't know what the what the hell was that with Fred Warner? Yeah, I don't I don't know what it was, man. Like the the funny thing is is we talked about this. He's he texted out or tweeted out after the game that he you know, sorry for the scare guys. I was, uh, everything's all good. I'll be ready for next week. But like you said, like, how are you not in the end of the game then? Yeah. That last drive, the, the Cowboys, if they, if they're, if they throw the ball instead of running that stupid QB draw, they're literally going to make, they're literally going to get one shot from 30, 40 yards to the end zone and you're not in the game. Yeah, exactly. Like when your best coverage linebacker is not in the game for a passing, uh, obvious passing down situations. There's no way. There's no way that he's 100%. So I think he's saying that as in, like, you know, I'm not going to let anybody know that I'm hurt. And he might still play. It's possible, but I don't know. I would assume he plays based off that tweet, but there's no way he's 100% if he's sitting out at the end of the game right there. Yeah, I don't think so. And in, in Niners get hit with the injury bug again. It just seems like this is constant theme of just, like, you know, ever since that Super Bowl run where they lost, it feels like it's just been, like, constant, like, nagging injuries over and over to the all their star players mm-hmm. right from the tight end room to the defensive line to the linebacker room everything though across the board so it's interesting that like those guys just can't stay healthy when in important games and like in important times it's odd to me and that's when the game shifted was when bosa came out mm-hmm. you could see because he was dominating dominating yeah. that offensive line those bosa brothers man they're special they're special they just can't like, stay healthy brothers. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like but the think, it's like it's like the Watts. Yeah, but I think that position is just so taxing on your yeah, like you know your upper body, right, and like your chest area, your arms, like they tear so much, like so many different things, and like the angles you're taking are just so unnatural, and like the force you're putting on your body to like you know get around those tackles, like it's just completely unnatural. So I get it. Like I understand the injury history there. I get it, but you're right. Like. When you take out some of your best pass rushers, like good luck against, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Like, good luck. Like, that's not a great mm-hmm. recipe for success. So, Niners move on. Let's scroll back a little bit. Raiders lose to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Raiders had it. They almost, they almost had the win. They were right there. They just had to throw a touchdown. And he threw the pick on that last play. Yeah, they were they were in the game the whole – like, it was a fun game, man. Like, like the Bengals are just fun. I really like the Bengals, man. They're just, like, the fun team, like – I don't think anyone's giving them a real actual shot to win a Super Bowl, but it's like everyone's like, man, this would be cool if like they keep going. You know what I mean? So, oh, if they make the Super Bowl ever, if they every game, people are just going to want the Bengals to win for now on. 
Yeah, I do. Th- I think so too. Just because like it's been so long, like nobody has eight towards the Bengals. They haven't beaten their team right in the playoffs since ever. And so like nobody has like any animosity towards them, but it's just like a mm-hmm. bunch of people that are like, yeah, man, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens <laughs> with the Bengals. Like that's kind of cool. So yeah, good for them, man. Like it, very interesting game, just kind of back and forth. We kind of knew that that spread was a little, like, almost like Vegas was like enticing you to take something that you didn't really want to take Yeah. either way. Right. It seemed like they just know where to push that. The line. teaser we gave out oh, over 43 and Bengals money line easily hit. Yeah, that easily hits. Yeah, that was the play. Remember, you like said, and I was like, "Ooh, I like that," and that was it, right? Just take protect yourself with a couple of the points, right? And then they mm-hmm. should score a lot of points, and it worked out perfect. Obviously, it doesn't always work like that, but that one worked to uh, to perfection. So that was money. Yeah, funny story. I was at the Idaho State Idaho game, and the play by play guys were sitting right by me. They were just, and we were all just watching the end of that Raiders Bengals game right before the game tipped off. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's so funny. Yeah, because like you know, those guys are like, dude, this is for sure what I want to be watching as well. Like even those guys. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's the NFL playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean that game, like that, that game was close, but it was honestly, it wasn't that exciting. Mm-hmm. Like it was all it, like no matter what, I don't care who plays that Saturday afternoon playoff game, wild card game is always going to have a, like. It's just not going to be all the way there, even if it's a last-second touchdown. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> and, and and I think also it's, like, tough to compare because of the Raiders-Chargers uh, game. It almost mm-hmm. felt like you're, like, comparing the two. Like, okay, like, hopefully this game is, like, anywhere near it. Like, and, like, of course, bro, like, that game. And you also have the, the big game. the big game coming up next. You're like, oh, Bills-Pats? That's going to be uh-huh. awesome. And then let's just – Bengals <laughs> move on. They play the Titans. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Bills-Pats. You were like, oh, yeah, always take Belichick. Always take Belichick. Yeah. I think my take is just becoming better and better. Mac Jones is not good. I think We've talked about this of, like, his ceiling is only so high. So, for all these Patriots fans that thought they, they found the next Tom Brady, I hate to break it to you, but that's definitely not in the cards yet. Like, who knows? Like, I don't think it yeah, is. He's, yeah, he's – I mean, he's a rookie, so, like, take it with a grain of salt a little bit. But for, but for I, all these people, like – Right now, if you're a Pats fan, would you rather take Mac Jones or any of these other quarterbacks? I, that's what I'm saying. I think I'd rather have the potential of another quarterback for sure. I mean, obviously they drafted, so it's not like you're talking about drafting anybody ahead of them, right? Like, exactly. Yeah, but like if you, you would take one of them, yeah. But if they could pick one, of course, bro. I think they, I think they'd be like, yeah, like let's get the kid that can throw it past. Because here's the thing, man. Watching that game it was very evident that what we've talked about when he goes down early. It's really, really bad because they can just tee off on the five-yard slants, the five-yard like little dig routes. The the screens were like so obvious, bro. That like that's what he wanted to throw on pressure. So like they would they would fake pressure, and he would just throw it right to the screen. And like they, he almost threw multiple screen interceptions, which is really hard to do. Like you have to be really bad at faking a screen to to get it like a pick six on that, right? So. Their DNs were so like they knew exactly the game plan. They knew him well. Like they knew exactly what his tendencies were, and they abused him. Like he was abused in that game. Like through multiple interceptions. I think he threw two, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, and um, he did. Yeah, he threw a second one, and it just wasn't like everyone it, like protects Mac Jones though. Like on the throws he makes, they're like, oh yeah, like that was like perfect ball thrown. It was just the receiver. I'm like. How is that not consistent for these other rookie quarterbacks that are throwing exactly. like balls that should be in the right spot, but also gets intercepted? It's like, oh, that's a hard ball to catch. It's like who are playing with way worse receivers as well. 
Yes, yes. And like most teams have played the uh played the Bills a lot, lot like closer. Like Trevor Lawrence played them a lot closer. Zach Wilson definitely played them a lot closer. Like I know it's not the playoffs, like right, you have kind of a different scouting report and your team's healthier, but still, mm-hmm. like the beatdown was so bad, it was awful. Like to watch the game, it was like painful to watch. Like it was just bad. Bad, we, bad across the We board. saw at the beginning of the year, or we saw it not the beginning, the opposite. We saw at the end of the year, if any team got ahead of the Patriots, game over. Yep. They weren't yep. coming back. And that was the question I asked ever since before the Colts game. I said, if a team goes up 10 or more points, can the Patriots come back? And we saw it every single week. No, they cannot. No, they cannot. No, they cannot. They fell behind in all these games. And Mac Jones is just flat out not good enough. Also, I think they're overpaying a lot of guys like Kendrick Bourne and Aguilar. I don't know why they gave those they gave them those contracts. Yeah, and talking with Patriots fans, they want to complete rehaul the defense. So like the McCourtney brothers, uh, those guys—they're like, gone. It seems, yeah, like it they, seems like it's done. They they need like to complete rehaul of like a lot of the defense, which is sad to me because they paid so much in free agency. So it's like you're kind of in this weird spot of like paying a ton for free agency. So you kind of did something out of the normal what they normally do, and it still didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to like, look, at the end of the day, man, if your quarterback is not there, like you can only go so far. And for them to go to the playoffs, that's like a super impressive feat from Belichick. Like that's incredible what he just did. Like with basically a defense and like some occasional weapons on offense. That's what he did. Occasional like, weapons is being generous too. Exactly. Like there's nothing to like love, right, about the Patriots like weapons. But like when you're talking about like, taking a rookie quarterback to the playoffs the first year, like dude, that that's what I'm saying. He's a goat. Like and he was the, the and also think about this. He was the fifth quarterback taken. Yes. Exactly. And the only one of those five, right? Yeah. Besides Trey Lance, of course, but he's not really starting. That doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't really count. But besides Trey Lance, like none of the other quarterbacks are even sniffing the playoffs. Not even close. Yeah. And also the Bills are good. With, good the Bills man. finally figured it out that, hey, let's not hand it off to Devin Singletary in these below average running backs 25 times a game. Let's use Josh Allen every single play, whether he's yeah. running or throwing. Use Josh Allen every single play. He's the best weapon you have and easily one of the best weapons in the league. Well, what they did is they used the pass to open up the run instead of the, the run to open up the pass, right? Exactly. They used that. And that's way more effective for them as a team, as their DNA as of right now, because that's where your weapons are. Like exactly what you said, like with the receiving core and with Josh Allen himself. Like that, you want to use the pass to then have massive chunk yard plays on the play action because then they're then they're playing back on play action instead of up. Because they like, I'm not even buying this. And then all of a sudden, Singletary gets a 10-yard run, 15-yard run, mm-hmm. right? Like, we're able to break off. So, yeah, it's interesting they kind of did that little switch. Plus, I'm sure they fine-tuned a lot of other things. But that was one of the biggest things I noticed, too. It's like that and just that completely dominated the Patriots. Like, they could not, they were off balance the entire time. So, like, the, the craziest stat of the Bills is, like, they scored, I think, on, like, the first five or six drives, like, that they had the ball. Like, regardless if it was a touchdown or field goal, they still, like, scored, like, every single drive. And previous to, like, the Jets game, they hadn't punted, like, three or four games or yeah. something crazy like that. Like, they don't punt the ball. Like, their punter, like, never comes out, basically. Like, that's how efficient their offense is. So, if you can't slow them down with a top-five defense and a top-five offense, you're screwed. Like, you are screwed against that team. They – I'm very curious to see what they do in the offseason, too, because at some point they have to get a running back. They can't yeah. be – can't keep rolling out Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. I don't know what their financial situation is, whether they have cap space or not. Man, if I was them, I would be in a trade for Christian McCaffrey. And what if they get um, Tyler Algier, dude, in late rounds? Tyler, yeah, exactly. 
late rounds and he just ends up being better than all, all, all of them, bro. But they take – I mean, the Bills take every thing away from the Panthers. They took the coach, the GM, players, everything. And I would not – I mean, McCaffrey and Buffalo, who is stopping that offense? Get him in space. Like, because you have Josh Allen who can make, like, give him a little bit extra time to kind of, you know, be yep. more creative in space. Oh, my. Like, it's, it's like, perfect. It's, like, beautiful. Um, yeah. I mean, that's scary. That's very scary to think about. It's kind of like whenever everybody, like every bit, like guy that can shoot in the NBA is like, oh, just imagine him on the Warriors, even though it'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, just imagine you're like, with oh, that bro, break. imagine Jokic on the Warriors, dude. It's like, yeah, that's never going to happen. Uh huh. It's like, yeah, like the Nuggets are Jokic. Like, that's the, that, that's like the organization right now. Like, if they lose him, they lose their entire organization, basically, at this point. Like, him right. and Jamal Murray, but yeah. Bills move on. Uh, Bucks, Eagles, man. That's, that's a game you sleep through. 31-0, and then the Eagles tried to come back and almost had the greatest backdoor cover in the history of football. Dude, that's the craziest part about it. It was nuts. <laughs> they almost had the greatest backdoor cover in all of football, but 31-0, they got destroyed on every level in this game. They got – I mean, there wasn't a part of that game the Eagles looked decent in. Yeah. And, and the Eagles were always that team that was like, eh, are they a playoff team? Right? Like, it was kind of like – The Steelers in the same category. Yeah, exactly. Where it was like, are they a playoff team? It's like, I mean, I guess we got to bring them in here and, like, see what happens. Like, let's see if it gets weird, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the Jets took, you know, basically the the Bucks down to the last seconds. Like, maybe the Eagles can't. No. It was bad, dude. <laughs> it was so bad. And the Eagles are that funny team of, like, they're making playoffs, but it's like I feel like they still have so many needs. And that's hard to describe. It's like hard to like put that into words. Other than that, it's like there's so many needs yet they're still somehow having success, but it's not enough to where they're going to be that team that's like exactly. Game. But they're it's in weird. the perfect spot because they have three first round picks. Yeah, so exactly. there's no better spot to be in. The question for Eagles fans and anybody who watches the Eagles is: Do you give up on Jalen Hurts now? Because you kind of have to decide this offseason if he's your guy. <laughs> It's so true. He just I mean, took you to the playoffs to, I mean, nine and seven, or what was the record? 10 and seven? I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, nine and, seven. 10 and seven. Whatever. They, it was. Finished, they finished nine and eight. Nine and eight. I mean, they had a winning season. Yeah, you had a winning season, took you to the playoffs, but you know, at the end of the day, he will not take you to that next level. And that's such a hard conversation to have because then you look like the the franchise that isn't loyal. The Celtics went through the same thing with this, where we had yep. Isaiah, they had Isaiah Thomas, and he was solid, got the job done, but just was never going to take you to that next step. And they just shipped him off for Kyrie Irving. Didn't work out in the end just because Kyrie's Kyrie. But if Kyrie was like committed to Boston, it would have worked out. And at the end of the day, it was the best move Boston could have made. I agree, bro. I thought that was the biggest swindle of a trade I've ever heard in my life was literally getting uh, Isaiah Thomas shipped for Kyrie Irving. That was so impressive. And so it should have worked, it didn't work. Yeah, and Jalen, I think there's a lot of teams that would give up a decent price for Jalen Hurts. So do you ship him now then? I, I say you ship him now. I think you saw in this playoff game, obviously they don't have as much talent as they would like to. I don't think he can take you to that next step to a Super Bowl winning team. So what kind of team would take them? Like Denver? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who takes the, them? The, the same teams that make the dumbest quarterback decisions ever. Carolina, Denver, uh, <laughs> Minnesota. 
Yeah, that's Houston, true. Miami, yeah. Chicago. These, these, these organizations, instead of investing in like an actual like quarterback from the draft, it seems like they just take like the garbage from like the league. And they're Listen, like, oh, they, yeah. They that's have like, that's what the, like the Broncos try to do it in a cheap way. They'll get those late first round, early second round guys. Like, oh, maybe we'll hit on a Paxton Lynch. But it, like, you're probably never going to work out doing it like that. But then you also have teams like the Dolphins who did try to invest in Tannehill and it just didn't work out for all those years. And then it's exactly. just so sad to see him go to Tennessee. And now they're number one in the AFC. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's almost like, it's not, it's not him. It's you kind of thing. It's like, yeah, you weren't able to put the right pieces around him. So it's pretty obvious if he's like a number one seed. Right. So yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like I think, I think if I was the Eagles, I would, if I had three first round picks, I'd go big on a quarterback and I ship off him. And I think that's what, what I think to be considered probably his highest value that could be in the NFL and just see what you get, bro. Shop it around. See what you get. If obviously you get some more picks, you kind of like, and you're like, all right, let's do it. Like, yeah. Cause if you like a quarterback in this draft, like a Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. you have to, you, I, I would ship him off. There's no way you could not get a first round, a first and a second round for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think what, he, what he's proven, he's probably selling with the highest rate. But if, like, if you go another year and he just like doesn't look great, then like, you're back in the same position, gone. just yep. with all that draft capital gone that you could have invested. Yeah, so it's it's a hard dilemma because then if he hits on some other team though, and, like just like explodes, then you look like the dumbest franchise ever. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, obviously got a lot of risk. Like at I, the end I of the day, you have to roll with Jalen Hurts, but I still don't agree with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but on the Bucks side. I mean, they haven't skipped a beat. Losing Antonio Brown meant nothing. I mean, they, they, they're so good in the playoffs, and they're just so built for the playoffs. I mean, Brady's built for the playoffs, right? And in like, that defense, all, yeah. And Gronk, they're just good, man. They they do everything. They don't have to worry about level. bad weather when they play in Tampa. Uh-huh. Yeah, so there's no weird like you know balls bouncing weird kind of thing like they're play- yeah, and they're. Uh, and who um they're playing is it's in Tampa, right? Not at yeah, it's in Tampa, not at LA. Yeah. So you're playing in yeah. good weather again. Either way, you're gonna play in a dome or good weather. Mm-hmm. Your worst case scenario is you have to play one cold game in Green Bay on the way to your title run. Cause then the yep. Super in LA at SoFi Stadium. They're good, dude. I mean, you dude. I mean, we always say it, never bet against Brady. So that's my play of the week. So for everyone listening. I didn't care if the line's minus three now. You hammer the Bucks over the Rams. I know the the, pub, the Sharps right now on uh, Rams is why it's gone up to minus three because it started at minus two and a half. But the Rams proved basically nothing in beating up on the Cardinals. Like, that to me is not an impressive win. It did and it didn't because they always beat up on – like, the, the only Rams playoff wins are against the Cardinals, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, <laughs> bro, with the Rams, like – I'm telling you, the Cardinals, like them lose them being down the Cardinals like that was not even like there's no difference to me, right? It's it's basically saying, like, okay, Stafford versus Brady. I'll take Brady, even though Stafford's Mm -hmm. a stud, right? And then those defenses are so both so good, right? And like the only thing that that scares me about the Bucks play is the banged up offensive line against that defensive line. That does scare me a little bit, but at the end of the day, man, like Brady feels and reads pressure in the pocket so well, like I'm riding with that all day. Let's do the Rams-Cardinals real quick. There is really nothing in that game. Cliff Kingsbury, I think you have to fire him. As crazy <laughs> as that sounds, I know I'm an emotional dude, but you, I think you have to fire him because you have a great roster right now, 
and you do not have the coach to take it to that next level. It's interesting, man, because he was the what started out the, the year, what, 5 and 0, 6 and 0, whatever it was. Like, yeah, they were undefeated for the longest of time. Like, people were loving it, like, thinking it was so great. But yeah, I'm seeing like Dan, Dan Roblowski and like people on Twitter calling for, calling for uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury's like job, basically. Yeah. So you're I not mean, alone he, in that. He could, be a, he could be an OC in Carolina. We can't get anybody to take that job right now. Ben McAdoo's interviewing. That'll, that shows you everything. That should be good. Yeah. Ben McAdoo and Matt Rule selling freaking broken down Suzuki's. Shout out John Ellis. <laughs> oh, that was such a good. That was a, that was a good tweet. Like he, that is such a good tweet. That's so accurate too. For those that didn't see it, basically it's a picture of him. He has like 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 what slicked back hair, <laughs> slicked back right? hair with the sunglasses. Yeah, and, and what did you say? Like, he looks like a dude that literally sells broken down Suzuki's or whatever. Yeah, I said. He just looks like a guy that sells Suzuki's that are secretly in horrible shape. <laughs> That's what it was. It's so funny. So yeah, that I mean, it's pretty accurate though. Like some of these guys, man, they got that they got that look. Jay Glazer was like, "Oh, the Panthers are relying on Matt Rule to hire a rock star offensive coordinator. They can't get people to interview for that job." <laughs> like the labor shortage is uh... NFL offensive coordinator position at this point. They're like yeah i'm good man like, <laughs> They're like i'll go on unemployment I'm, man like i'm not yeah. good for the panthers <laughs> like, what i'm getting from unemployment honestly i don't think it's worth it to take the office support the kyler on a bit i'm good man. like i'm, I'm good. gonna get fired by week seven anyways like i have to do all i have to go to otas in spartanburg that just sounds hot like yeah he's like through this. i'm good he's like i'm just gonna go ahead and, like just know it's gonna happen anyways so i'm just gonna fast forward to that spot and just take unemployment so i'm good i'm good <laughs> But anyways, back to the Cardinals Rams. Yeah, the Rams just murdered them. Uh, there's Odell Beckham looking comfortable in this Rams offense is scary for teams. Yeah, I mean, especially the reason why I like the Rams so much against the Buccaneers is because that secondary of the Buccaneers I don't trust. And as long as Stafford can stay healthy in the game, it seems like that's impossible. Though Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham are going to dice up this defense. That's that does put me, you know back but i'm telling you man like i don't know what it is like i get the sharp money i totally understand i totally understand people playing the rams but for some reason i'm like this bucks team is just so legit in the playoffs bro like i just love it i love it but you're right like it makes sense to bet on on a rams team that literally mortgaged their entire picks for the next 400 years for this specific team right now right like they have so many studs on this team so like it makes sense right yeah and that's such a tough game because in Tampa's always weird. Mm-hmm. But and you never want to go against Brady. I would just be curious to see what sharp money goes, but we'll talk about that in a second. Last game we got to go over real quick: uh, Steelers Chiefs. <laughs> Even when the Steelers got that pick six, you're like, I can live bet the Chiefs right now. It felt like the old Chiefs because like all this year you're just like, okay, I'm not live betting the Chiefs. Like that's just not happening. But like yes. tw- the 2019 Chiefs, whenever they'd go down like 10 points, you're like. I can get the Chiefs at plus odds right now. And you just yeah, hammer them, and they always come back. And it felt like that in that Steelers game. You're like, I can get the Chiefs at only, like, minus four and a half. Yeah, like, this is a steal. Like, this is an actual steal. And then half time – that pick six happens, like, 12 minutes left in the second quarter. And then I, I didn't even get to see the rest of the second quarter. I'm driving home. I check the score. It's halftime, 21 to 7. I'm like, do I even watch this game? I watched yeah. the second half, but – that's the crazy part about the Chiefs is like literally they're down and it looks like they don't have any momentum and then they put on like literally 
21 points in two seconds, like in the quarter. Yeah. It's insane to me. It's literally insane. They're super dangerous. They're so dangerous. And that's got to be the game of the playoffs is the Bills, Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to we'll, be. Like, we'll get to that so in a second. Chiefs are great, blah, blah, blah. Rest in peace, Big Ben. Moment of silence. All right, that's enough moment of silence for Big Ben. Uh, like, it's uh, – the Steelers are a good team. If they – they're kind of in that Jalen Hurts spot where they, they've just kept with Big Ben for so long because he won them Super Bowls and did all this. But it's been time to move on from Big Ben for a few years now, and they've wasted some guys' time. Mm-hmm. If they get – like, if they're in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes, they are a Super Bowl top three favorite. Dude, that'd be a fun, that'd be a fun landing spot for them would be like the, the Steelers. That'd be yeah, fun. I, I think the, the Steelers' defense is, is kind of like fake good. You just hear the names like T, like T.J. Watt and all that. You're like, oh, they're insane. But I don't think their defense is that good. I, I think <laughs> it will improve, obviously. I mean, they have had a losing season. That's what I'm saying. Mike Tomlin's probably the greatest, like one of the greatest coaches in the NFL for sure. Like, he's got to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's absolutely. And – but I, I mean, it's going to be very curious. If you're a Steelers fan, I would be much more excited about this upcoming year than I was the previous year. This team still made the playoffs, and they're a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, if I was a fan, I'd be like, man, it'd be like, uh, like, uh, like, okay, like, it's good, but like, we're not going to win anything with this. So it's like, mm-hmm. whatever happens, whatever happens. Like, you know, you're not going to win a Super Bowl with Big Ben at his age, like no. as late as he was. But no but, way. There's literally no way. No way. I, I mean, it just they scream Kenny Pickett. Yeah, they do. That Steelers would be a perfect pick for Kenny Pickett. That's true. Two he, gloves, he was, home stadium. Yeah. It's it, it writes itself basically, doesn't it? It does. And but like and if, if but if they're in that Aaron Rodgers sweet stakes, that team, I mean anybody who gets Aaron Rodgers and like everyone's like Aaron Rodgers to Denver. I don't see the appeal of Denver. I mean, their defense is always pretty good. Their right? defense is solid, but the wide receivers are meh. Yeah. Even you have Jerry Judy, who's just okay. He's just a basic slot receiver. There's nothing special about him, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, um the running backs played, are good. He played at Bama. What are you talking about? What do you mean? There's nothing special. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just a chalk weekend in general. There's like. The Niners were the only upset. Mm-hmm. Niners to the Super Bowl still on, but let's move on. We have Bengals Titans, the Saturday two thirty game, just fits so perfectly. That's the Saturday or Saturday four thirty game. Sorry, I was looking at Mountain Time. Ba- uh, Bengals at the Titans. Bengals are plus three and a half. Sharp money and the public are all over the Titans. That's crazy. It's crazy to me. I mean. That freaks me out that sharp money's on it, but I mean I'm riding with the Bengals, bro. What the hell? Why not? Well, I, I don't see see how you I don't see how you couldn't take Bengals plus three and a half with the points. Feels like that game's gonna be close no matter what. And yeah, we were talking yeah. about this before it started. We don't know if Derrick Henry's gonna play or not. And even if Derrick Henry does play, that makes me like the Bengals more because people are gonna freak out and be like, Oh, I gotta get this Titans bet in right away. It's gonna move the Titans minus like five. And Derrick Henry's probably going to be on a snap count for how serious that injury was. So he's not going to make that big of an impact. I think the move is like what you said, wait till almost kickoff to get as many points as you can towards the Bengals. If you're going to take the Bengals, if you're taking the Titans, you probably have to take them now. Yeah. And let me look at totals too here. 
Um, and the total's at 46 and a half. Okay. I kind of like that over. Yeah, I kind of love that over too. Yeah, I mean, Joey B's I mean, scoreboard. That's the thing. If the Bengals went up to plus four and a half and you could just tease over 40 and a half and Bengals plus 10 and a half, how do you not do that? Yeah, that's got to be the play. So I think that I think we found our play again. <laughs> like, just hammer the over and the Bengals with the te- the teaser. I like that. Once it gets up to four and a half, so it looks like it'll get up there. Um, yeah, no, I like the Bengals to win that game. I'm sorry, Dylan. Shout out Dylan. He's a huge Titans fan. Yeah, uh, I re- I ride or died with Michigan. I want to ride or die with the Titans, but I'm I'm on the Niners this year. I have to ride or die with the Niners. Going to the grave with the Niners. Let's move on to that game because that's next Saturday, the 8-15-1. Niners at the Packers. It's plus five and a half right now. It's been moving just because of Jimmy G might not play or Bosa might not play and Warner is questionable, whatever whatever that situation is. I mean, I I love the Packers here. I do too, man. I do too. <laughs> I, I didn't, I, I, I'm going Niners money line. Niners money line. Niners points. Take whatever you can. All Niners. Niners to the Super Bowl. Um, Packers five and a half is such a good line. I would say the Packers have been like the most profitable team to bet on this year. They're so good at covering. And yep. if Trey Lance is starting, guys, this is not a good time for him to try and get a first playoff win. That's tough. That's a tough. Yeah, in Lambo. The thing is, a cold Lambo favors Trey Lance more than Jimmy Garoppolo, I guess, because then you can just run it down their throats. I mean, yeah, but. He makes got to throw the ball sometime. I say he makes a couple of mistakes in that game, and it could be quick 14 points, seven points for Green Bay's favor, right? So I don't know, man. That's one, like I said, I think I'd take a first half play because you're trying to break in a rookie quarterback in a playoff game, and I think it's going to be really tough for him. So if I was going to take anything right now, I'd probably take Green Bay first half, and then I'd, yeah. probably, sprinkle, I'd probably sprinkle some still on the full game as well. If you like Green Bay too, you got to take Green Bay right now. Yes, because I think it's going to switch. It's going to go up to about six and a half, seven and a half. Once they come out, if Jimmy G's out, that's moving at least two to three points. Um, Yeah. And right now, like if you could take the, you can take Packers first half for minus two and a half right now. You can get the Packers right now minus two and a half. Yeah. In full game. No, no. First half. Oh, first half. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, but no, Niners are winning. Niners to the Super Bowl. Niners twelve to one <laughs> to make it to the Super Bowl. It's always been the Niners. It's always it's, it's always, always been, been them. It's always been them. All right, let's talk about. This, I mean, this is the game we were talking about, dude. Sunday's games are wild. How good they are. Rams at the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are minus two and a half, minus three, wherever you see it. It's kind of the same thing. Sharp money's all over the Rams. Totals at forty eight and a half. I I keep falling victim to this. I do it. I do it every single time. I love the Rams in this game. The Rams. I love the Rams in this game, and I love. Uh, and I continually, continually, continually go against Tom Brady, and I lose. Yeah, I'm not going to make that mistake. I'm I'm sticking with the Bucks, even the minus. I get it. You, I get like. I think here's the thing, man. Think about this. Vegas is just tempting you. Vegas is tempting you with a couple points, sprinkling a couple points to make you I bet know. against to make you bet against the actual best football player in all of football, dude, of all time. Think about that. 
But I also really, really don't like this Buccaneers secondary, and it's a lot different than the one we saw last year in the playoffs. And when you're going yeah. against the best receiver in football right now, solid quarterback, one of the best coaches in football, and Odell Beckham, who can completely change the game by just throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I get all the arguments. It's like, bro, it's the same thing that they did with the Chiefs against the Bucks, and I totally bit for that, right? We're like, I was like, they literally have the great, the greatest quarterback currently, right? And they have, you know, Tyree Kill, and they have Travis Kelsey, and they have, you know, X Y Z. They have this, they have that, and then they just got smacked, bro, in the mm-hmm. in the in the Super Bowl. It's the same thing right now, where I'm like, I am not going to fall for it again, in the sense of like, I can't, I can't bet against them. I'm not going to bet against them. So my two plays are the Bucks minus two and a half slash three, whatever you can get it at, and uh, either Packers first half minus two and a half for sure. Take that, and then. Full that games on that too. Yeah, and then Bagel's Tees is also a good play as well. Yeah. All right, the last game, we talked about this. This is the best one of the weekend. Man, I wish we had a Sunday night game too. I, I don't mm-hmm. like having the Saturday night. I wish it was just three games on Sunday and one game on Saturday. Um, um, Bills at the Chiefs. Chiefs are minus two right now, and the over-under is 54 and a half. Oof. That's a high total. I would not go. I would not go under either, though, because I could see this easily being thirty-one twenty-eight. Exactly. Exactly. I think. I mean, oh man, this is this is this game. One. This game. To and this might sway your. Uh, this might change your opinion on this game. Thirty-seven percent of bets are on the Bills. Sixty-three are on the Chiefs. Ninety-four percent of money is on the Bills. Six percent on the Chiefs. So. So massive sharp money coming on the Bills. Yeah. Early sharps on the Bills. I I, I actually do like the Bills here. I do too. If you're giving me points, and that's what it is. If you're giving me points, I'm going to take the Bills. If the Chiefs come out again like they did against the Steelers, there's no way the Chiefs win this game. Exactly. Yeah. If yeah, if they're taking to the second quarter to get any points, like they're screwed. Because I, I, I think if you have to take a team, you have to take the Bills, in my opinion. And the Bills in came into the what's gonna trip people up too is because they're gonna think, oh wow, the Bills went into Arrowhead earlier this year and stomped on the Chiefs. And I can get them as underdogs. Because like I really think this game should be a pick 'em. It should be. And that's it basically kinda, is. I mean, it's two points, but the it's, it's kind of like you're you're getting like the Georgia Bama game again. It, it does feel like that. It feels like that exactly. Because also in the semifinals, you're like, oh, the Bills stomped on the Patriots, a.k.a. Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, man, I don't know. Chiefs money line is minus 125. Bills is plus 115. The, it, it seems so, – for some reason, it seems so obvious to take the Bills that's the problem it's like everyone's on the bills so i'm like it's probably gonna be the chiefs they're gonna somehow pull this game off but yeah the public tickets the amount of tickets are on the chiefs the money's all over the bills yeah the money's i mean that'll obviously change come closer to kickoff Mm -hmm. Ah, man i don't it kind of feels like the bills year yeah, I just think they got like the we have a top five defense and a top five offense. It's hard to bet against that. And uh yeah, man, like they're just they're playing complete football right now. They're playing, you know, in rhythm. They they seem comfortable. They've already beaten the Chiefs in arrowheads. So that's not even like a thing where it's like they can't do that. They've already done it. 
You know what? No, 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 no. I'm going Chiefs. Chiefs okay. and Arrowhead. Just there's three things. I'll, let me grab my phone. Let me find the quote. The the two things. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes in the playoffs. He's only lost. That stupid Pats game was a joke. Yeah, that that he should have been in the Super Bowl his first year playing as a starter. Yeah, and then last year's Super Bowl was also a joke because the game was rigged. To be honest, those those <laughs> those calls were so bad. But but his offensive line couldn't. The stop offensive line just murdered anything. him. He literally was running for his life. Um, let me see here. Get this pulled up. Um, yeah. Also, man, I don't know. Like the Chiefs' defense is so much better than it was when they first played. Here's the thing. As a complete year, the Bills have had a better year than the Chiefs to me from, from start to finish. That's why I'm going with the Bills. But I can totally understand either play. Again, this is not like a play for me at all. This is a wait and see how people are coming out. So uh, somebody asked Andy Reid in a press conference and said, if the Chiefs <laughs> have championship – do the same – ah, do the Chiefs have the same championship hunger? And he said – if you have a piece of chocolate cake and you see another dangling, another piece dangling in front of you, you're going to want it. That's how you feel about the Super Bowl. It's the ultimate chocolate cake. I see that <laughs> quote, and you're telling me I'm going to go against the Chiefs? I mean, that's a pretty spicy quote. Like, Andy Reid with the chocolate cake, <laughs> it's hard to bet against that. It is hard to bet against a guy that literally is com- comparing a Super Bowl win to chocolate cake. It's, it's kind of scary, actually. So, look, all right, you go Chiefs, I'll go Bills. That way – one of yeah, we need some different too. I, oh my gosh, I I just love the Chiefs, dude. I love watching the Chiefs. They're fun. when I mean, they're when they're teams, just clicking. They're just when they're clicking, there's nothing like it in football. It's the only thing you can compare it to is the Warriors in basketball. Yep, they're the they were like that. Yeah, I'm sure Vegas finally made back the money they've been losing so many years on the Chiefs this first half of the year. They've just made oh all that. My. Like, what were they? They were like, they were what one in ten against the spread to start out the season. <laughs> and I think got the most bets. Like and the the fun- probably made biggest all the money. The back. funniest stat too is the Panthers were worse against the spread than the Chiefs were this year. <laughs> <laughs> the Panthers like, were the worst team against the spread. Oh gosh. They finished, so the, the, I think it was the last seven, six or seven games they did not cover the spread once. Jeez, that's bad. That's bad, dude. <laughs> that's rough that is rough because yeah like i said i think vegas loved the fact that everyone was still hammering the chiefs this year and just getting dominated by it and then the second half they probably gave it up on them and then all of a sudden they're starting to like cover now so it's funny how that works exactly um anything in college football no it's just it'll be an interesting off season i think expansion talk is again stalled like these these power five conferences can't seem to figure out what they want with you know, with automatic bids and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, how they want conference representation. If, you know, it's just ridiculous. Like expansion is going to happen. There's too much money for it not to happen. The fact that like, we can't figure out a, a classic like expansion, like it's just so annoying to me. Like it's so stupid. And like the argument that was always against it is like, Oh, you're going to have meaningless games, but it's like, we just watched like basically Sharpie games in the first round of the playoffs and everyone's still watching it. So like, yeah, the games are going to be watched. Like I said, the money's there, so it is what it is, right? Um, so, yeah, man, nothing nothing crazy about college football. Just excited for, you know, next season. The transfer um, portal is literal NBA free agency. It's wild, bro. And NIL money has just made it so interesting. Like, people are just kind of doing whatever they want. Like, 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's just an interesting time, man. Like, I think when um, the next generation of college football fans come, they'll be like, wait, like, p- players weren't getting paid? And, like, what? And, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. couldn't transfer to 10 schools in one year? Like, I'm just confused on what's going on here. Like, it's, it's like, wait, I, I, you had to sit the bench for three years as the Bama running back just to, like, <laughs> get a glimpse of playing time your fourth year? When That's I could have go. Hot- when I could have Bro, started at any ACC school. That's the hot take is like the backup quarterback position, which has always been like so important for like a lot of these, these schools. It's like Dead. completely gone. It's like completely gone. Unless you're like, like a, like you really just aren't even like, you're not going to get picked up in the transfer portal. Like any big time school backup quarterback is like almost a dead position. Yeah. Nobody wants to be a backup quarterback. Everyone knows they can find kind of like a spot where like, if they've proven enough, like, you'll you'll be starting like somewhere yeah. so it's weird man like so that's interesting because you're gonna get a lot more and, parity there and also like these quarterbacks are like it doesn't matter where you go to school i mean you see these guys get drafted from Akron and eastern illinois any mac school any yeah random school in nevada but <coughs> excuse me you see these guys get drafted from any of these schools why would you stay alabama Exactly. Like, why would you stay at even like a Tennessee? I was like, oh, I can go start at, I don't know, Wake Forest. Like JT Daniels just got his ring and he's like, all right, I got my ring. I'm literally out. Like I'm going to who knows where. He's going to transfer somewhere else. And I'm sure it's going to be like a Mississippi State or yeah, or a Big Twelve like school. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, exactly something like that, like a Baylor or something like that, or I don't know, Oklahoma State or something stupid. But um, yeah, like the backup quarterback position is dead which is super interesting to me. And uh, I don't know, man, the ramifications of what kind of opening up Pandora's box, we'll see what that looks like in a couple of years, but it'll be fun to follow for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Well, that'll do it for us. Uh, we'll be back next. We'll be, we're just going to be doing these Tuesdays and Fridays now, uh, especially after that Monday night Rams Cardinals game. These will be coming out Tuesdays and Fridays, Tuesdays, NFL Fridays, basketball, Uh, Make sure to check out the YouTube page and subscribe like to it and follow everything you can on social media at TikTok at CarterCast. And uh, we will see y'all Friday. All right, guys. Later, y'all. Bye.